Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Well, 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 well. Hello, beautiful, Hello, people. beautiful people. This is your boy, V. George Smith. And welcome back to the Hello, Beautiful People podcast. We are so glad to have you here with us. You know what, guys? You know what I don't be doing and I need to start doing? Because, like, you know, I'm kind of late to this podcasting thing. Are you? Like, officially, like, not no, like, the sports podcast. You know, I can't believe they said that about LeBron. Like, not, not that. I don't be numbering my podcast like I should because segue, segue, Corey Reed is about to celebrate 100 podcasts. So can we give it up for Corey Buddy. Reed one time? Yes, sir. Happy. This is this is when we need the Jamaican air horns. One hundred, one hundred. Wait, why did why is that a thing? Why is it that a thing though? Sound effects. Why is another thing? Joe Button has it. Hey, hold on, man. Joe, you know what kind of bag <laughs> Joe Button is getting? Well, you know, yeah, Joe Button is leaving Spotify. So maybe I could like ass- uh, assimilate his bag and hopefully I can start paying y'all and then we can really like do it, do it for real. I think that would be fun. Yeah, so let's, let's just, let's just, yeah, let's, let's, let's talk about that. Not during the show, though. We're not, we ain't gonna no, 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 no. I don't no. negotiate with Terry. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> so this is episode nine. Nine. Yes. <laughs> I was just counting. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Episode nine of the Hello Beautiful People podcast, the rebrand. You've heard a couple of new voices. So let's let's introduce the newest voice. Live and direct from the Dallas Fort Worth Metroplex. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. If you seen me in them streets, most likely you've seen him right with me. But that For was sure. years ago. We stay in the house now. Ladies yeah. and gentlemen, <laughs> Richard Atticus Martin is with us. Hello, beautiful people. Nice to see you all. You know the tag, right? You've been down. You know what it is. Yeah. What's going on, Playboy? Ain't nothing, man. It's hot. <laughs> it's really, really hot. Um... It's hot. It's That's not what, what you signed up for when you get to Texas, man. I, I know, but it's like I was forewarned, but I don't think I was forewarned enough about, you know, my color change part in it all. <laughs> Is that so, lean on you hot? Not even lean on you hot. It's like, nah. nah. <laughs> <laughs> like you want to go out before six? No. Yeah. They, they nah, like, that kind of hot. <laughs> <laughs> no, for real. Like, if you don't have to go out, don't. But if you right. do, like, make it quick because people don't go out here until, like, the sun start going down. I totally understand. 
But glad to have you on the show, fam, fam. Yes, glad to be a part, brother. Awesome, awesome, awesome. And the first lady of the whatever. Ooh, I was about to call this the whatever face podcast. I'm so focused oh, on my. it. <laughs> no, because we got to celebrate Corey, man. A hundred hundred. Come on, Ron. Be a member of whatever face. Come on. Ron's going to have dual citizenship. Right. She can do that. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> she can She can split the tides down the center. I'm cool. Hey, Ronnie can be Ronnie on Hello, Beautiful People, and then Veronica. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. Oh, boy. I'll the take first. the alter ego on whatever face. I'll take the alter ego. It's okay. Right. So on that one. That, wait, that's not wait. a nice lady. Wait, well, which one's the spicy one? Veronica or Ronnie? Veronica. Who has the spicy on, show? Uh, Y'all see? <laughs> Give me Veronica on whatever face. Yep. <laughs> Thank you for being here. Ronnie, you've been branded twice. You better roll. Right. Yeah, you know, I gotta just, I gotta just go with it. <laughs> How you doing, Ronnie? Wonderful. I just got off a twelve-hour shift. You know, I'm heading home to relax. Doing the twelve tomorrow. You know, nothing in the hospital business, woman. Trying to get this money. I hear you. I hear you. Well, thanks for being here. Of course. And ladies and gentlemen, the the bishop of the Hello Beautiful People podcast, James H. White, has joined us. Oh, yes. <laughs> you know what? He has a bishop's name now that I listen to it. That's right. Wait, wait, wait. You can't answer this podcast with, that's right. That's <laughs> welcome. The, that's the um, prerequisite before he goes into his sermon. I get it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's right. Amen. The people of Listen, the hour is far spent. Let's move forward. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shoot. And ladies and gentlemen, last but not least, Corey Reed is here. Pre-anniversary mode. Ladies and gentlemen, there's a, a party going on, and I'm going to let him give full details of what's going on. But tomorrow, tomorrow, it's a big, big day. Episode 100 for the Whatever Face podcast. And there's a Zoom live going on tomorrow. You want to let the peoples them know? And do you require more air horns? Yeah, that's, it. that's it. That's it. Do you require more air horns? That's my question. Yes. Yes. I, I, will, I would love more air horns all over this. As a matter of fact, this whole segment is... Yeah. Yeah. Yes. No. Um, <laughs> episode 100 tomorrow, uh, it started out with me just saying, hey, I got an idea to do a podcast. I don't know if people are going to listen. And here I am, 100 episodes later. Uh, doing it different. I was going to try to do a live in-person pod, but COVID. So yeah. um, I'm doing a live Zoom pod. And I got something pretty pretty good up my sleeve that I think people are going to like. Um, if you've been a fan from episode one or if you started listening to episode 99, doesn't matter. Uh, we're going to have a good time tomorrow. 
come hang out. Everybody's invited because it's free, 99. Mm -hmm. And it's going to be on Zoom. And I'm probably going to stream it on Facebook from Zoom as well. So if you're in there, if you've ever been a guest, if you've ever been a listener, come join us. Come rock out. I promise you, you're going to have a good time. Yeah, I can't wait for that. So let's let let's get it. You know what? It's funny that you make that point. Um, that because COVID, it was it's not going to be um, a live in person podcast. Um, can I ask y'all a question with summer ending and stuff like that? You know, because I'm just a simple man with a regular Instagram account. You know, um, is this still a pandemic where y'all live? Because these people out here living. You, you said you said it's very much a pandemic in New York. Okay, you said something to the effect of with summer ending. When did summer begin? For sure. Summer began <laughs> the summer solstice began June twenty first. Because I've been in the house, so um, I don't know when summer began. <laughs> all these days look the same to me. I'm, I'm, I'm still in March. Um, <laughs> it's yeah, technically bro. Labor Day is the uh, unofficial end of summer. Yeah. I have the busiest Labor Day too. It was just crazy. Like I'm you at know, home. You was on that grill. I was on that grill. Listen, Ooh, what you do, boy? What you do? Do we have time? <laughs> Talk about it. <laughs> you the bitch. Veron Listen, Listen, Veronica, I, I just don't bring a word. I grills. All right. Uh -huh. I, I, okay. So let, let let it be known. All right. Um, okay. We gonna eat. <laughs> One thing about it. <laughs> okay. Oh. <laughs> 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 uh <laughs> Listen, one thing about me, you were going to eat. <laughs> At the end of the day, we going to eat. <laughs> we going to eat. <laughs> you may be mad at me. You're going to be mad and full. All right, because we, we... I can't so stand you. Pass me the fuck. Listen, that ain't nothing. <laughs> I, I, I have eaten in the presence of my enemies before. I can do it again. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> huh? Didn't he say he'll prepare a table before you? He, that's <laughs> what he said. Huh? Well, here we he wants us to eat. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, I just got gosh. hungry talking about this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shoot. So we are supposed <laughs> to be... I read something today that tripped me out, and I was like, man. He said, now, the rest of the world has done what it's taken to end the pandemic. Yep. We are so grief-stricken as Americans and used to crisis in our system that we've learned how to adapt to a pandemic. Mm. Where we're finding ways around it to live with it rather than to cure it. You better preach that word. You better preach it. That's, that's so deep, ain't it? Like you but know, I, oh my gosh! Yo, go ahead, damn, go ahead. I, I mean, go ahead. yo, I mean, especially for like people, for black people, I would say, because I mean, this virus is really it has a strong effect on us. 
if you if you catch it or whatever. My yeah. I just found out my brother in law caught it and he's like struggling. Jesus. You know, so put him in your prayers if you can. Yes, sir. Um, but it, man, that's so indicative of us as a people. Like, you can find your way out of something if you just do the daggone right thing. If you just say no to yourself for a little bit, you could get over this. But oh, yeah, you would preaching, preaching tonight. Okay. But you would have rather, but you would have rather live with that limp instead of just getting off your feet. Just get off your feet for a second. No, I yeah. gotta do this. It's it's just oh man, oh man, we didn't come here for this. This well, James, what you? I know. Hey, we, show hey. <laughs> that's <laughs> what happens we, when you bishop. You shift. You shift what, that. Try to tell you. We here now, <laughs> mm-hmm. but now, what do you guys think about that? Because I mean, it, it's crazy to see that <laughs> we would rather we would rather say I'll live with it. I I need like I I listen to um I listen to Kevin Hart's podcast on Laugh Out Loud on um, XM Radio, and like they're like and he I think two of his crew, him and somebody else got it, but. They were like a, a large majority of them was so concerned about just getting back to living normal, and I'm like, can we heal up first? Like, can that happen? Like, do we? Do oh, I don't want to offend nobody. No, it's like you said, we've been doing it for so long that like we learned to we learned to cope wounded. So you know. Instead of, like you said, instead of just like sitting, we getting the illest form of cabin fever. And it's like, nah, we got to get out. We got to live. We got to, like, it ain't even happening no more. So it's like, okay. And it's not like it's, um, it's not like it's 89 where you would just be stuck in the house with like nothing to do. Bro, we got everything at our fingertips now, fam. For sure. Like every freaking thing. Like, if you really want to, you just pause your TV or just wait for the screensaver to come up, and it'll look like outside. Like, that's funny. <laughs> if you just relax, I just—I mean, what, I, Corey, how how you feel about it, man? Oh, um, <laughs> coming in hot, not nah, and. and in New York, um, we we were kind of put on punishment. Uh, the mayor has been like the black mama. What did I say? I don't care what nobody else said. What did I say? <laughs> so when we shut down, we really shut down. And then he started threatening people with $2,500 fines if they didn't follow suit with what was happening. Mm-hmm. And then that kind of shifted people into that get right. Because it was like, oh, yeah, y'all want to... We're going to be every place else and then come to New York and hang. And he was like, nah, if you come to New York, you're going to quarantine for two weeks. And then whatever you want to do afterwards, you're good to go. But don't quarantine, catch this $2,500 fine. Let me, uh, let me see how you're acting then. Um, for me personally, it does get tiresome being in the house. But I'm, I'm the guy in group projects where, yeah, if somebody is slacking, Nigga, I'll do it just to do it so the group can get an A. Like I, I don't, I don't want to be out here and get an F because this nigga's, this nigga's acting up. 
So I, even though I want to be outside, I have my black mind in the house. And if I do go out, I have a mask on. Like, it's just the simple stuff. And they were talking about schools and stuff reopening. But if you can't get adults to wear masks, how do you expect kids to wear masks eight hours a day? Yeah. So I'm doing my part is what I, all I'm saying. And we have a frontline worker, frontline hospital worker right here with us. Veronica, what's your take on these people acting like this pandemic is over and they could just do whatever? Mm, um, well, just FYI, I'm home now, so I can talk freely. Praise God. Um, <laughs> I Thank just, you for people, people, people think it's a joke. Um, they think that this is just like a government scare where I, um, if I said it before, I work in the medical intensive care unit. So when COVID first hit, we got everybody. Both my units were filled with COVID patients. So it's, um, it's not a joke. It's not a game. It's for real. Like people have died. Like we've had codes where we've had to put on like our full entire garments to jump on top of a body to try to do CPR to save them. Mm. I just think it's, I mean, for, as far as wearing the masks, I hate them because I'm asthmatic. So me being in a mask when it's hot, I can't breathe. And then working in the hospital, I have to wear a mask for 12 hours straight. So I'm already, I mean, one, when the, I'm in the blue mask when I'm not in a COVID room. And then when I'm in a COVID room, I'm in an N95 with a shield, with a gown and hot and trying to turn a patient. And it's a lot. I just think people really need to, I think if they, they don't get it already with all these deaths. I don't know when they're going to get it. So real quick, it, I got a question for Ronnie, though. Um, uh -huh. What are the precautions? Like, okay, we get what, is, what patients and people have to do when they come in, but what are the safety measures for y'all? Like, as employees, like, what are the precautions for y'all to be safe? Because there's so many people coming in and out, and it's like, yeah, y'all got the mask, y'all got a gown, but what happens if one of y'all come down with it? What is the measure well, after that? The, if one of the nurses is, you know, contracts the virus, then they have to quarantine themselves for 14 days, excuse me, and they have to, they don't have, they have to tell the manager because everybody has to know, especially, and if you've been in close contact with them, you have mm -hmm. to get tested. So we're all, you know, we're all pretty much six feet apart in the work area. We have, you know, we have desks and workstations and everything that we try to stay six feet apart from each other. And we just, you know, they offer us free testing and we are, um, you know, they just pretty much tell us, watch for signs, watch for symptoms. I know um, they sent an email out to us where they were really coming down on us because summer was coming. I mean, summer was here and everybody wanted to go on vacation for the kids went back to school. We could not travel to any of the states that were hotspots. If mm. Yale found out Jeez. that we traveled in any of those hotspot states, we had to immediately self-quarantine ourselves for 14 days. And within those 14 days, we had to use our own PTO. And if we didn't have enough PTO, we have a point system. There's only so many points that you can accumulate before you're terminated or written. So if we're out for more than 14 days because we disobeyed the, the recommendation that was given, we lose our job. And it's so <sighs> bad now to the point where people are not really take, being careful and not respecting the fact of wearing a mask. They sent another email out saying, if you get caught without a mask, you either get a verbal warning or you get terminated. Like it's serious. They're not playing. 
So it's like we've had all hundreds. My bad, sorry. No, that's okay. We've had like hundreds of patients to the point where we were almost out of ventilators. And like I said, I'm mm. in the ICU, so we we're stocked with ventilators. But it was to the point where we had to think almost come to the point where we had to double up on vents. So if you have a COVID patient, a COVID person. And another COVID person, if they're in the same house, they can cohort together because you pretty much have the same virus. So that's what it was going to get down to with us was that we were going to have to use one, ven one ventilator to try to support two patients in one room because they both have the virus. Wow. The reason, why, cool. reason, why, reason why I asked George is because, like, I don't hear that. You know, they right. mentioned, like, they, you know, they, they showed the clips. It's like, yes, yeah, like, you know, pray for our first responders are, you know, essential workers and stuff like that. But we don't hear, like, the stressful part of, like, when they got to go home and in and out, coming back to their oh. families and stuff like that. It's like, where? The first right. three months, I kid you not, was the most stressful. I would come home, literally, at the door, take my uniform off, put a robe on, go straight, take a shot. I couldn't even hug my daughter. Right. It was, like, bad. I, I, was, I was stressed. I was mentally drained. I was tired. Because you, like I said, I'm asthmatic. So me trying to already breathe in a twelve and for twelve hours in a mask, I'm already drained because I'm struggling to breathe. I can't breathe. I'm trying to pull my pump out. I'm just like this is a lot. And then to see people die, and they're dying by themselves. You can't have any. There was no family coming in the first two months. But yeah. then when a person died, then they then when it was comfort care, which is like the end of life, when it got to that point or when they died, they only let like four people up to see their loved ones. Like it was, it was very, it was very hard. It was hard to see family members not be able to say the last goodbyes, not to be able to hold their hand one last time because we couldn't allow them. We're starting to let people come in between two to six and we're only, only one person per day. And you have to get checked at the door. Can I ask you a question? I noticed this turned into the interview, Ronnie. Uh, pause, George, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm proud of it. Cause no, we need Ron to address it. I, I want to ask you, as a essential worker, how's your mental health? I know people throw that around, but being in the thick of it for the three months and now, how is your mental health, like, I want to say almost getting over the hill? Um, to be so honest with you, it's much better uh, because in the midst of the, the COVID for three months, my mom had it and my sister had it. So oh. I'm like... Oh my God. Like if something, and my mom had it really bad, like to the point where her fear was 103. She was breaking sweat. It was bad. Like I didn't know she was going to make it. It, I was no good. I'm going to be so honest with you. No good. I was crying and not to get like too deep, but I, um, you know, George and Rich know that I'm born and raised church girl, PAW. I, um, I prayed every morning. The Lord just said, pray. Get up at six o'clock and pray. You don't have to be for so long, but just pray. And when I did that, I just, a lot of stress kind of like got, you know, I was like, okay, everything's going to be fine. It really helped. And I still do that to this day because I know there's supposed to be a second wave. So I really mentally, it's very draining. If you're not built for it, you're not going to make it. And that's just oh, so, being 100. So they, they're, they're, it's legit going to be another wave. Yeah, from what they're telling us, from what I'm hearing, it's supposed to be worse than the first, but there is supposed to be another wave. Even the numbers are showing that people are not taking this seriously. Numbers are going back up. They're not, they're not as bad, but they're not dropping like we would like them to. Well, out here is bad. 
you know, we wanted yeah. the hot spots anyway. So mm-hmm. Connecticut yeah. is not as bad. We haven't we've had like they sent us emails as you know how often we have patients. I think we have maybe four, but that's probably on the other campus, not the campus that I'm on. Um my ICU, we don't have any, thank the Lord. So mm-hmm. it's it's the numbers are low, which is great, but they're we had we just got refitted for brand new masks. I don't know if you guys know, like you know the painter masks? They're like the, the big masks that have the big things on the side. Yeah. Yeah. We have we just got fitted for those. So I have to wear one of those. It's a big black mask with like purple filters on the side. So we have to wear those now because they're gonna get rid of the N ninety fives because I guess they feel like the N ninety fives are not the best to protect yourself because you can the sides are not too sealed so the virus can since it's airborne can travel in so they have us with these like I think his name was Bane from Batman that one of those masks is what we gotta wear. Okay. Oh wow. Mm. <laughs> I'm laughing Listen. at the Bane mask. I'm laughing <laughs> just the Bane mask. <laughs> but I saw was... a meme. What are you watching? I saw a meme <laughs> that said uh I saw a meme that said, now we understand why women take their bras off the moment they walk in the door, because having to wear a mask fade out. It's like, fam, I just want to breathe. I just want to breathe regular without this this material in my face. Yeah, it's the worst. Yo, nothing feels better than taking that mask off, yo. I'm trying to tell you. (laughs) I feel like Tony Braxton breathed again. (laughs) Number one song in the country. But it's it's serious. This is something that, you know, we we we're, we're kind of mostly lighthearted here. <laughs> Not most, yeah, we're majority light. Majority here. <laughs> here on the podcast. But no, this is serious. This is something that I wanted to address. Like, you know, and I just feel like you know when you have a platform, it's kind of it's a responsibility to let's take this stuff serious, people. I hope I hope what we've said here helped. This cannot be looked at as something that is political. These knuckleheads that are running for office will try to make this something that they're using as their platform when people are losing lives and people are being... I didn't even know you had asthma, Ronnie. Like that, that, <laughs> and you had to have a mask on for 12 hours. Like That's crazy. So let's think about Let's stop being selfish. Let's think about other people because, you know, even when you're wearing your mask, you're being, you know, you're being um, compassionate to other people because you just never know. We just got to take care of ourselves and take care of other people. And I feel like um, when, Corey, thank you for asking the question about the mental health, you know, listen, therapy and prayer work together great. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> work together just fine. You what James say? Both of them. Why not? Listen, both of them. It, it works. Them. There's there's nothing wrong with it at all. My my mother used to tell people at church, listen, if you pray and you got a headache, you pray that junk don't go away, take a Tylenol and pray over that. That's <laughs> 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 serious. Like, oh get deep. Like, come on, man. Let, George. Let yes, sir. I'm glad you said that. Um, for those who may be believers that listen to this podcast, if you do, I pray for you because we we challenge your salvation <laughs> on a weekly basis. Oh my! <laughs> um, but I I remember Marvin Weiner saying something years ago. Was saying that faith can only be proven in impossible situations. Like mm-hmm. it's it's easy to have faith when you don't need it. 
And, right. you know, and for a lot of us church going people, we've been doing the church thing without having to need it like we needed in 2020. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I have seen without a, without a statement of judgment, I've seen so many people question what they believe due to this pandemic mm. is, is as if like we, our religious part of us is only for like blessings and bonuses, yeah. but it's not how we sustain our lives where throughout the Bible, one of the most repeat, one of the most repeated scriptures in the Bible is the just shall live by faith. Right. So in the midst of this, and that's part of the reason why I wrote the song that I wrote, and this is not a shameless plug because I believe the song is necessary. Plug that we have, boy. Yeah, I mean, but, but it's specifically written for this time that we do need to do everything that we're supposed to do. We are co-laborers with God, which means we have a part to play that certain things aren't going to get done unless we do what we're supposed to do. But then there's a certain aspect of our life that only God can do. So, yes, keep praying. The prayer is not a weak resort. It's still the strongest thing you can do. Yeah. Talk to God in any place where you exalt God in that place, he becomes the Lord of that place. So when Ronnie goes to the hospital and she communes with God, even on her way and even there, she acknowledges the Lord there. He becomes Lord there. So we, we have to show up and thank God and praise God and talk to God where we are so he can become the Lord of where we are. And, 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 and I believe that's what sustained me because I'm around this all the time. Um, I am in, a, in an infested state. Oh, my God. I'm in an infested city. It's ridiculous. Okay? And I have not had one trace of it. And I know it's by the grace of God. So, Amen. Um, so keep praying. Absolutely. But utilize the things. If that y'all we- don't stop playing and drop your cash out names, <laughs> and no, but it's, yo, no, but it's he, so he's right. Real. He's it's right. Like, yeah. You gotta understand. Like, I think was it John P. Key that has a song called "Altar of Your Heart." I think he well, he has something like that. That's a deep and cut. I don't know the deep cuts. It's it's a real. It's a deep cut. <laughs> it's a deep cut. And basically, you know, what. <laughs> You know, when people talked about this thing when it first happened, and I'm and I didn't want to go here, but I'm gonna go here. When church people started first talking about this thing when it first happened, they 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 would keep on talking about, well, God hasn't given me the spirit of fear. Why why I'm not going to church? We need to be in church. We need to be there. God didn't give us the spirit of fear. I'm like, you dummy, what's the next part of that verse? Exactly. <laughs> Power, love. And a sound mind, and a sound you idiot. Mind. Hey, and, and to those people, ask them, okay, remove the doors from your house. Right. Take, right. take, <laughs> take out all your windows. Do you lock your doors to your car? Don't, don't, it's the yeah, pin number yeah. on the back of your ATM card. Don't, don't give out any insurance. Don't, <laughs> don't brush your teeth. Listen, Do you put your wallet <laughs> in your front pocket. Like, come on, man. Faith without works is dead. You got all these type of people that congregate, that go to church from two years old to 75. Why would we want to endanger these people when we can access God wherever we are? If, if If we really learned about who Jesus was, Jesus knew how to represent the kingdom of God on earth and still respond to earthly circumstances. Um, he, he was 12 years old before he said a word about who he really was. Matter of fact, he didn't even conceal who he actually was. He lived by the laws of the land. He had a job. He was a carpenter. 
when, when they came to him and asked him, um, trying to pin him up about Caesar. He said, you give to Caesar what is Caesar. Yep, yes. And you give to God what is God. So if Jesus could do it, oh. why, why can't you do it? You know, can, I mean, can, that, I, that, I mean, can I jump in right quick and uh, just cut the, the move with a little church comedy here, but why don't we hear a lot about uh, Jesus' uh, carpenter job? Like, we don't hear about the table that he made or some fine chairs. We just hear that he was a carpenter. Like, I want to know why hasn't anyone gone into him as a carpenter? Like, was he a terrible carpenter? I'm just trying you know to figure what out I, you know what I, why I we don't talk about to, him the carpenter. I attribute that to, I hear stuff like the half has never yet been told. I feel like this is some stuff that we're just gonna have to find out when we get there, bro. I, that's and that's what I feel like. I just feel like yeah. on the other side I, of that, it's like yeah. I just feel like people, there's some yeah. stuff. I'm just gonna have to be like, hey, dog. Why? And also, like, I'm, I'm also why. thinking, I also think in heaven that furniture game is gonna be pretty tight, and I think yeah. we're gonna see <laughs> at least you know, that. Oh my! Yeah, <laughs> that's the least. Like, and if it's not, that's it, gonna be dog. my first question. Um. Can we uh, oh, talk about Lord. This? That's going to be my first question. No, well, this is not going to be mine. Together, so this though. is an overlay, right? This is when you overlay. put two and two together, he promised his mansion, so, and he's a builder. It's like, come on, dog. In reverse order, imagine this. He said, in my house, there are many mansions. He's got many mansions in our house. house. Y'all going to preach this. Y'all going to preach this <laughs> thing tonight. House. You hear me? All right. I don't that's think we're ready for his carpentry game. I will say this <laughs> to all y'all up north. <laughs> To all of y'all up north, and, and, and Veronica, listen, I'm, I'm serious. My, my, my wife works at the hospital, so I'm, I'm, I'm seriously adding to my list, you know, and, I, and I thank God that you were able to get home safely and join us and y'all safe and, and clear. I, I would advise you to, for your own personal safety, get like a New York Giants helmet because they can't catch nothing. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well... Well, since I'm like, in the South, I feel like not even as a Giants <laughs> fan, but as a New York representative, I feel like I just can't let that slide. I'm sorry. And I, I mean, there's, the Giants, there's, other, there's like the Jets over there, too. The I'm just talking New about York the Giants right now. All right? Yeah, we're just talking about the Giants, right? You know the Giants are trash, dog. Oh, so, 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 oh, yeah. so, you heard of any COVID cases with any Giants? Oh, you gotta, <laughs> Veronica, you got to alternate yes. between the Giants and the Jets helmet throughout the week. Oh, <laughs> Lord. <laughs> Well, shoot, I'm in Dallas, so should I wear a Cowboys helmet? Come on, man. What you doing? Ow, asking, ow. You'll, be asking, safe. You'll be safe from the cops. That's so I got to get me and my wife a Cowboys helmet. Cool. You'll be safe from the cops. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Oof. Well, that um, took a turn. I Doors of the church are open. <laughs> Um, <laughs> you have anointed oil and helmets for your. There you go. I'm I'm sorry, y'all. It's 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 in us. It just can't help. Me. We can play all day, <laughs> but as soon as somebody says something, we like hit another thing. <laughs> <laughs> we get can, you, we get can... you one of them Eli Manning helmets. You ain't gonna listen. <laughs> You're not gonna stop. You're not gonna stop. Y'all done got the bishop going. <laughs> I will say to the Odell, but you that... won't catch nothing else. Oh, don't bring up, don't bring up Odell. I'll... Odell, you gonna catch up? Oh, did y'all hear about Odell? No. Oh, what happened now? Odell. Wow. Yeah. yeah, just yeah. Just go on Twitter and well, right. and search Odell. 
Search Odell. Yeah, search Odell on Twitter. And that's all I'm going to say. You ain't hearing yeah. it on this podcast. No, sir. I'm go look right now. Yeah, I want to hear your live reactions. Yes, please. And as we segue. Okay. I'm on there right now. Odell. I also found out on Twitter that Travis Scott got a whole meal at McDonald's. Yes. What? So, see, there it is. <laughs> oh, my God. What? There it is. So, ladies and gentlemen of the Hello Beautiful People podcast, we won't be discussing this. But if you want to know why she just reacted the way she did, you can go right over to Twitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I call I call it the yeah. ghetto CNN. No, wait a minute. Yeah, no. I can go. Oh no, Rich just saw it. No, I didn't know. They oh, got yeah. they got my boy from SpongeBob with like no. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I mean we, that, oh, that yeah, I, didn't mean, be... I didn't mean to hit that high soprano. No, it's okay. <laughs> we know what you do. So, we know what you do. <laughs> so listen. <laughs> different strokes for different folks. Hey, listen. He, he plays for the Browns. <laughs> listen, he plays for the Browns. Oh, no. <laughs> he plays for the Cleveland Browns. Oh, man. So we pray that you um so we we can have church and have that discussion right here. No 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 <laughs> Odell Beckham Jr. when he wakes up and see why he's trending. <laughs> oh my gosh. But yeah, y'all check that out on your own. Ladies and gentlemen of the Hello Beautiful People podcast. This is the, <laughs> the end get down, of- get down. <laughs> This is I the really end wish of- we could play back Ronnie's. Oh my God! Like, I, like I, I, I need that sample. That, we, that, yeah, we're gonna have to. I'm gonna have to clip that. That that goes in with the air horn. I'm gonna have to clip that. This is definitely gonna be the um the video clip for the week, though. We promote Ronnie. You all right? I will tell you that. I'm, you good? I'm okay. I just, okay. Like, <laughs> why? Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, you know. Hey. Okay, so this is the end of this. <laughs> I was about to say something. I remember this George podcast. Let me be nice. It's gonna be interesting. Let's <laughs> training camp. Usually with the <laughs> usually with the end of summer comes the beginning of fall, and and I just thought about the colors of fall, mm. brown. <laughs> but anyway, Chocolate. but um, okay, but um. <laughs> With the beginning of fall comes what we commonly know as cuffing season. Now, this might be difficult in these COVID streets, but I have the interest. Don't do it. <laughs> Keep it a fuck, right? The so they, they still gonna do it. They still gonna be in these streets. This COVID ain't stopping nobody. Listen. They don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I ran across a very, very funny TikTok today. And um, I shared it with the people that are on here. I actually got to share it with James so he can see it. Um, Basically, it was asking, do you have to be loyal during the talking stage? Now, you know, all the fellas here are married. So we ain't talked to nobody in a minute. 
It's been a, it's been a while since we talked to anybody. <laughs> since we talked to anybody, you know. Um, I wanted some insight into this. Have the rules of engagement changed? Yeah. That. Yep. All right. I, honestly. Thank you so much for the. I'm, <laughs> thank you for listening. You guys are. Annoying. I'm not married, so I, I've seen women that are you know that will go blow for blow with other girls. Like, oh, I was talking to him. Like, that's that's not even your man. You don't even have a title with him. Why are you fighting? Why are you arguing over him? He is not your boyfriend. He ain't your husband. He ain't your baby daddy. He ain't nothing. Just a nigga. So like, you basically you... saying it's the same. I think it is. Well, the girls that I've seen acting out nothing crazy, it's the same. I personally, mm. me, I, oop, I didn't like that bishop. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't like that. Listen, she said, I got going. two ears to listen and one mouth to talk. Keep, keep well, going. I <laughs> personally think, me as a woman, I, and this is just me, I'm not speaking for all the women out there, and if y'all agree, that's fine. But I personally would like to, um, to be loyal because if I feel like if I'm talking to you and we're at the point where we're talking about a future and you're still like talking to other people while talking about a future to me when we are official you're going to be doing the same thing because you know that oh you know she never caught me or she's cool with this she don't mind because she knew we was talking in the beginning I just feel like if this is something serious you kind of have to set rules and guidelines to like hey if you want to do you and so be it. Just don't string me along because you're going to end up catching the wrong one that's going to be uh-huh. slashing tires and acting crazy. So I think, I just think, you know, just if you want to deal with somebody, if you want to set the rules, like, yo, I just want to, well, I can't say the word, but I just want to do what, what to do. That's it. I don't want no strings attached. I don't want nothing. Okay, that's cool. A cuddy buddy is what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Just then be uh, honest. Cuddy buddy. A fall down. Be old, Lord. Hey, but be, come on, be man. up front. Um, <laughs> be here and try to sugarcoat nothing. A fatty pack. The great, pho- the great philosopher once said... Uh, <laughs> oh, my. What he said, Deacon? Great philosopher once said, um, <clears throat> these hoes ain't loyal. <laughs> ain't. Is what he said. They not. And there's no way. Oh, he's been digitized. Oh, we don't Come back. Come back. Them hoes done cut you off. The hoes got you connected. Them hoes got you connected. They work at the internet. All right. Them hoes stole your whole connection. So go come back. Say say everything you said. <laughs> they, say, they said talk to us nice. They didn't like that. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Them hoes got Wi Fi. <laughs> what he said? Password to mine. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> now nah, I was just saying, like uh, Ronnie, I appreciate you saying that you're loyal when you're when you're in that uh, uh, talking stage. But in most cases, people aren't because they look at talking as oh, we aren't exclusive. We're still just like. I'm figuring things out. I would say that that's what most people mindset is. is I can talk to this person. I can talk to that person. I can talk to that person. But I think when that change happens from, okay, so now we're not talking to, oh, we're going to start trying to date and then being exclusive and all that other stuff. But in the beginning, 
these hoes ain't loyal. But at the end of the day, if you if you have if you establish, all right, we talking, like we're just talking, and they're like, oh, ain't nothing to, and feelings get involved, and then you find somebody else starts talking, and then y'all start arguing. Oh, I thought you was talking to me. Like, no, you we talking. If we haven't set guidelines in the beginning, like, hey, let's just try to make this about us. Let's try to build a future. No, we just we talking. You gonna talk to you want to? I'm gonna talk to I want to. Here's where I see the problem. What if you have, you know, the discussion of as far as talking, talking to other people? The, like, like, no, when you sit down and say, you know, because you might not know where the other person's head's at, and you're saying, mm-hmm. I want to, <laughs> are we talking or are we seeing other people? Like, couldn't that be to the detriment of the relationship if if I say, hey, I want to take this to another level. And then she'll be like, well, you know, I really like you. And um, I want to get to know you, but I don't feel like doing that right now. Like, many things can come from that. From her end or from his end? From both ends. Well, I mean... Because if it's, if it's a guy like me, I'm like, wait a minute. I, I just try to lay down A, B, and C for you, and then I'm going to be exclusive with you and you telling me nah you 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 pretty much just an option like cause that right like, here is telling you dealing with a hoe oh. she don't want to settle down if you tell if you as a man and I'm just I hang around more with guys I don't really get along with a lot of girls mm-hmm. so I you know the guys talk to me they'll tell me about how other guys are acting if a guy and I quote me if I'm wrong Guys don't really put their feelings out there as much as girls do. So if a guy is saying to you, you know, I really want to make this work. I want to go to the next level. I'm really feeling you. That probably took a lot for him to say. For some girl guys, to be like, oh, really? Guys, is, is Veronica telling the truth? In, in a sense, yeah. But in a sense, that's one side of the coin. You got some other side where dudes just spill their guts. Right. And, but they, look, and, they, look at the, and they look at them crazy, too. For doing it because it's almost like that's a sign of weakness to some women, not all, you know. And I agree, because not so, all women handle that. Yeah, so it's like when you got the other side of the spectrum, they don't talk about it as much. So when it's when it happens, it's almost like you're all right, like you were you real emotional right now. So it's like so it, swing it, swing it. Yeah, it's if, swinging back the other way. Emotion- so, the, yeah, the dude ain't going to say nothing now because that's looked that funny. So now he got to, like, try to filter he how he feels. Anything, yeah. But then when he doesn't say anything, then she's like, oh, you don't care. You're not showing me emotion. But when a dude was trying to show you emotion, either he was weak, he was questioning his sexuality, or you just was like, um, I'm not really feeling him. He's not man enough for me. Like you want a nigga that's gonna beat you upside your head. That's gonna be rough. Where you can have a man <laughs> I love that this. can just talk to you. I love I'm just, this. I'm just being honest. Like you, you don't want somebody to be like, hey, let me get it to your knees. You want to be like, nah, B, come over here. I want you. Come do this. Like, and then you know, scream and crying you know, on can, Facebook can I, can, and Twitter. Come on, Bishop. <laughs> come on, Bishop. I, I, I think what everybody has said are true in certain aspects. Sure. And none of this is absolute when it comes to people and relational engagement. None of it is. Most most of the time, yeah. Listen, I studied to show myself approved. Yeah. (laughs) You better come on, Second Timothy. (laughs) Um most people don't start 
any relationship with verbal definition. Mm. Most people start relationships on specific, nondescript, almost like an interview, where I'm not concealing exactly what I want. I'm not telling what I want. We'll see how the interaction goes, and that'll determine. It's almost like a particular chess game. And when you're dealing with that, you're already shielding honesty. Very, very, very few times you meet a person, and as soon as you meet them, you're giving them 100% you. Because everybody, oh, everybody sure. can handle that. You get what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. now, if there's going to be, and I think I spoke on this when I first got here about relationship and friendship and the suffix ship. Okay? A ship is a means of transportation that takes everybody in it to the same destination. So we can't have a relationship if we're not going to the same place. So before we get into this boat, I need to know whether you say it or whether I feel it, I need to know where we're going. It needs to be very clear. And the reason why I say say it and feel it is you can tell me what I want to hear, but I don't feel it. Mm. I, I, don't feel, I don't feel truth from you. Right. Or you can say nothing and I know it because I feel truth from you. So with that, you have to decide why you're in this situation to begin with. Okay? And if y'all are in it for different reasons, no matter how you interact, the reasons are what you're going to have. And that's why some people are still on the boat that's tied to the dock. And they're just rocking the boat. And that's all they get from it. Because they just want to be in the boat. They don't want to go somewhere. You know, wanna, you know what? You know what? I'm gonna jump in. Come on and get me together. Because <laughs> I'm jumping in right there because Ooh. you said this, they tied to the dock. Because nine times out of I won't say nine times. I won't put a number. But some don't know what they want. They don't. They don't know where they want to go with it anyway. Like you can yeah. see somebody beautifully advertise how <clears throat> much they are ready for a relationship because you know the internet will let you do anything. Say how much you know. I'm deserving of it. I'm worthy of it. I, yeah. You know, very well advertised, but then sometimes when you get to meet these people, you're like, well, who was that that was online? Because that's, that's, that's the one that seemed appealing. Yeah, this person yeah. right here, and, and so, yeah, this person right yeah. here is a whole nut job. So it's like, but, you know, but do we want this? And that's the thing. That's why we keep it tied. And, yeah. we'll, just rock, and we'll just rock that boat because we, like we like the physical aspect of relationship. Mm-hmm. We like being booed up. We like having somebody. We, we like having a cuddy buddy. We like that aspect, but now when it's time to actually float and go somewhere, can I deal with the rest of you? And and this is and this is where this is where marriage chokes the daylights out of people. Oh. It's because when you when you stand at that altar, you're saying it is the ultimate act of faith. Because I don't know what I'm gonna become in the next 10 years, much less you, but I'm committing mm-hmm. my entire self and whatever I become to whatever you're about to become too. Right. And I'm not going to let anything get in the way of it. That scares the daylights out of folks. And that's what we don't say. Because whenever you put the words out, words define. So when I tell you, you are this, when I tell you, you are that, and we are this, now I have to live up to everything I just said. And I don't sure. want to do that. But I can sleep with you. <laughs> right. Like, but look, you, you tell the truth, though. No, I'll share this <clears throat> with y'all. And, you know, George and Veronica know. Um, 
he's right about the, you know, what marriage does. Like people want it, but they do not understand the work it entails. Just in the first year alone <laughs> of, of being with somebody on a regular basis <laughs> and getting to know that person. And then you don't even understand like factors that come into play. Like, okay, my wife is visually impaired. Not only is she visually impaired, she's a double kidney, tra not a double dual transplant. And it wasn't like that when we first started talking. Over time, that's what happened. And so nobody talks about for sickness and health when, mm -hmm. it's, the, when it's the early part of your marriage. Where it's like, we haven't had time to do this because we've been in and out of the hospital. We haven't had time to have like a really good honeymoon because this happened. And so it's good to stick around when, oh, it's the glitz and glamour of marriage. But like when it gets to the, like those parts, and some people don't experience those parts until later on in their marriage, if they're, yeah. you know, if they're lucky. Right. But for the first year to be like, okay, we're in and out of the hospital for six months out of the year already. Only for that first year to turn around and now we're dealing with a pandemic and I'm like, okay, I got other stuff to worry about besides, yeah. you know, just her health. I got to be careful so I don't get her sick. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's like, is this what y'all want to sign up for? <laughs> because this, you, you can't determine if that hap happens. Mm -hmm. You can't determine when it happens. So it's like, are you here? Because the virus says for sickness and in health. So if that's not something you can't handle, then this might not be the road you want to go down. Yeah, because they be, they be changing those vows. I just I think that this this generation, if not mine, are um they just get married just to get married. Like everything that y'all said really did stick with me. Like I do want to get married one day and I don't want to get married just like, oh, I just I got a ring. Like I'm really that girl that's like, I'm gonna hold you down regardless. If you're sick, if you don't have a job, I'm going to hold you down because I love you for you. Not for your name, not for your title, not for whatever you have coming. But a lot of people nowadays are just like, oh, I just want to get married just to brag and tell his ex, oh, I have him, or I have a ring, or I have this big, lavish wedding. When really, you're just, you're not, you're not being married. You're not getting married for real, if that makes any sense. No, I'm not, just, no, you're getting married for a show. A lot of people treat marriage for dating, right? Because people will get in marriage quick mm -mm. and get out of it. And you know what? Fast. I wouldn't even no. say nowadays. Like, we've been told this since we were kids. Like, you know, yeah. we're supposed to get, the fellas were supposed to, you know, leave and cleave, you know, find you a nice young woman and get married and stuff like that. I remember there was a, like, you know, after I got back from college, you know, I dedicated a large portion of my life to saying, okay, it's wife time. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, cause like after, no, cause I had a, I mean, <laughs> since we brought up hoes, I had a, I had a, I had a strong hoe phase, a strong hoe phase. Oh, oh my wow. God. It was a great hoe phase. It was a great strong hoe phase. <laughs> Rich, when I had that, Rich, <laughs> Rich, remember the, remember, oh man, remember the, uh, the Let's 626. Uh huh. Remember the 626? Yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I had so, so. I mean, I, so, I'm not in here. I'm not in here just talking shop. I mean, I'm talking about what I know. So. So when it was like, I, like I, I, I always joke with my my boys on the remix, the other podcast I do over at Bonify Radio. Like I always joke with them. Like, listen. I ain't really get saved till about ninety nine, two thousand. So, like, when I got back home and I got like, you know, got my head on straight, and I wasn't wild out in them streets no more. At Tommy Eyes, I remember Tommy Eyes. For those that are from New Haven, wow, <laughs> wow, <laughs> your boys are Tommy Eyes, boy. Anyway, <laughs> but. Where I when I made up my mind like this is the path I wanted to go, that's when it got way more confusing. See, when I was loose, it was it was not confusing. It was not confusing at all. Yeah, even though, you even though when I was much. Loose, even though when I was loose, I know what I I knew what I I knew what I wanted to do. In both cases, I knew what I wanted to do. When I was loose, I just wanted to get with whoever. And then, you know, whatever it was, wasn't about no commitment or nothing like that. But then when I switched up, I knew what I wanted to do too. But then that presented a problem because I felt like I had to be the nice guy. The mm. super nice guy that gets, you know, who ends up getting played in some situations. But when that happened, it made me realize that this takes a greater level of dedication. Like committing to one woman takes a way level, way bigger level of dedication Look, than bro. Than trying to deal with whoever you want to deal with. All of this extra side in the bag. Yo, man, killing me. Let me tell Look, you, something. shoot, man. Oh, we are killing me. Sit this out, Ronnie. Sit this Ronnie. Ronnie. Ronnie, I'm trying. <laughs> You don't know this testimony right here. This, like, this. When, I tell, when, I, when I tell you about 96, I'm dead. And I ain't had no car in 96 either. So that just that just added to the struggle. You know, you know what? You know what's rough for me, George? What's up? Um, and I have to mindful this this is on the public podcast. I love my wife. Okay, so I need to put that out. Oh. Um see, um, can I before you go there, I'm gonna say something. And and I'm gonna tell y'all this, and to be honest with y'all, when I met my wife, and we realized that we was gonna end up being together for the rest of our lives, getting married, I told my wife everything. Yeah, yeah. Knowing full well, all right, telling her this might mess stuff up, but I also told her everything because people are trying. Mm -hmm. I had yeah. a woman come to my wife's job. Back when she worked at the eye doctor. Now nah, she got a dope job now, but she ain't at the eye doctor no more. But she, when she was at the eye doctor, some heifer came up to my wife. That's right. Cal. Oh, oh, you had, oh, you George wife? Oh, that's good because he was out there. Mm. Told her that straight wow. up. I was, and then she called me. She was like, oh, just let you know somebody came here and said this and this and that. But she knew already because I already told her. Yeah. So she was like laughing about that junk, and I was just like, "Hey, I just want." That's why I was honest with you from the jump because I know these people is crazy. Yeah. So, so sorry. Yeah, so check it. No, no. So I, I did. 
like a, a great deal of my dirt was done pre-internet, right? So yes, um, oh um, my god, <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> no tra- no oh my god. <laughs> Listen. Oh, yes, the wor- worst thing I had to worry about in my day was Star Sixty Nine. You know what I'm saying? Like, so it was, you know, the call ID joints. But okay, <laughs> but check this out, y'all. This is and this is how I know. First of all, I think I'm more appealing now than I've ever been, mm-hmm. and I have to be even more careful. Um, I know what you mean. I know exactly what you mean. You, like, you and um, I. Like everything is self. Oh, no, they will see the ring. They will see the ring, and 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 try to get at you anyway, brother. It's yeah. a challenge yeah. when they see the ring. It's a challenge. Not, not on, it's, it's not <laughs> so much as, as much as a challenge. Is it's also, oh, you represent a lot of what I really want: stability, security, and that whole thing. Like like I know what I'm doing, and I know how to do what I'm doing, and they they can see it, and I smell yep. good. So, talk about gotta, it. Burberry. Gotta smell good. Oh my gosh! Burberry. The red, yo, Burberry, the red box. Talk about it. And, uh, and I carry, you know, oh, right now, YSL. right now, I got the Dolce King going on. So, um, and, I see you, and, Playboy. I see you. See, I can't. I see you. And so, like everything is like really kind of filled in. You know, before I used to be shaped like a lowercase I. You know, so I was big head, <laughs> thin body. You know, but so so now everything's kind of filled in. Like my humor is in there. The timing, the intelligence is there. The you know the talent is popping off. You're like, oh, I'm, a, I'm a package over here. You know, Wait, who's we, who's wheezing in the back? <laughs> you know. I'm a pack. No, I'm way cooler. I, I totally agree to, uh, with you. I'm way cooler and more, way more confident now. So with that, that's this is why the quarantine is even better. Um, so I'm just staying. You got to conceal all of this, you know, it's at the house. But the, <laughs> and, but it, but it's it's important to be 100 with it because y'all y'all are not gonna believe this. This is the actual truth. My family went back home. I'm, I'm originally from Mobile, Alabama. That's where I'm from. I live in Houston now. My family went home. My wife and my kids went home uh, for something. I forgot what it was, and I stayed back. When they went to my home church, there was a woman there who just had a picture of me in her purse. Ew. Did, did you know that's her? That's not creepy at all. Excuse me? With Veronica? That's creepy. What? That is. Cr- I'm just. I was being. Fu- I was being funny. <laughs> like, no, you can't even be funny like that. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. That's some lifetime movie stuff. For real. Yeah. That, that That's all I got to say wait, about that. Wait. That wait. Did you? Did you, did you know her, or did did, did she just was one of them far off watches? Far watcher. I didn't know. I didn't. I did not have knowledge of this woman in that aspect. If you're saying know her, like I think you're saying know her, yeah, there was right. no 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 knowledge in that aspect. But that, but that's the type of effect because that was like I had created like a legend, so to speak. And yeah, so mm. listen, the fact that she had a picture in her purse in the 2000s, like that's so from, unnecessary. From '97, bro. 97. So, so, so you imagine how many times you've been screenshotted now? 
And, and, bro, and, and so, 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 yo, so here's the thing. Okay, so here's the thing. So I was, this do it nowadays, George, bro. George, this I is don't. what I was thinking. I was thinking, okay, so I ain't even affect this lady like that if she got a picture of me. Mm-hmm. And I just started thinking, like, how many more photos are there of me around of right. people that I've actually affected directly? Mm-hmm. There's a picture with a candle next to it. <laughs> With a like, chicken. What? What? You know how they put the, you, know, <laughs> you talking about booty. Right. Hey, if, hey if, if, if she got a picture, you don't think that rabbit hole goes deeper than that? Hey. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, you know. So people are saying, you, 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 huh? you might be dealing with spiritual warfare, brother. The right. blood. Exactly. Shoot. You better plead it yes, because sir. if she carrying pictures, nigga. Mm-mm. I'm, I'm covered. I almost no, ran through I, this wall over here because the, <laughs> the, the, the grace of God is real. Y'all don't understand. We do. <laughs> no, wow. I mean, like to do it nowadays, the, the date now, like, I mean, I think the the only thing I had to worry about at the time was my mother answering the phone. Yeah. And and being like, my mother would just call me out. Like, somebody would call the house and be like, Judge. Um, I'm just using a name. I'm not saying nobody's name. Like, Sarah is on the phone. This is not the girl that just called 15 minutes ago. She would say that. Nah. I'm de- <laughs> nah. I believe it. I believe it. Like, she would have the phone in her hand. Be like, yo, Deb- Deborah's on the phone. This is not the girl that just called 20 minutes ago, by the way. Like, dead serious. Oh, that's great. And I had to clean that up. Your, what we used to do, what we used to do um, with payphones, uh, you youngins that don't know what payphones were, we would have to have us have them call, and then we say, "Look, call us back at this number." It'd be the payphone number, so we'd be outside on the payphone getting calls mm-hmm. on the payphone. So that way, mom, that that same reason, mom, dukes, the pops wouldn't answer the phone because kids they don't understand or won't ever have to understand house phones and having two phones in the house. And having Fan. a run to get the phone before your parents get it, yep. you gotta like yo, yo, come, come right back. Yep. Right back. They, don't, they don't know so the quarter game. The phone number. Yeah, quarter game was serious. I had a see-through light-up phone, <laughs> and I used to turn the ringer off at night. And when that junk rang, that junk would just light up red, white, red, blue, green, all different kinds of colors. And I'll answer it. You know, every time I was like, I'll hear my parents come out the room to go to the bathroom. They're like, hold on and put the junk down and then go to sleep. Yes, sir. <laughs> let me tell you something. When, let me tell you something. When I found my phone that didn't have a light on it, it was, it was a touch phone that didn't have the light. So you could, you did, uh, a light didn't come off. You know, the green light didn't come up from underneath it, so you can tell if I was on the phone or not. Oh, man, my wow. whisper game was on point. Listen, I could. <laughs> you was hitting with that secret garden? What? <laughs> tell me a secret. Boy! <laughs> Ronnie, I can talk to you. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I was getting ready to say, she was a little too quiet for my taste. She was a little too quiet. Me. Listen, listen, I, and, and I got the calling cards? Okay. Yeah, okay. We'll, nah, we'll, trust we'll, me. I, I was talking. Yo, I was you wait. Yo, that's a throwback right there. You, you, you remember them calling cards, boy? Yeah. <laughs> what? Like, and if I wasn't getting them with that, I was getting them with my voicemail. Like, I would let it go through to the voicemail because I had to, you know, the Joe to see the voice of man. Up there, like, 
I had, I had silk on mine. Yo, you reached George. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so y'all can't, was like really getting it wrong. Can't get to my phone right now, but if you leave a message. Listen, you, you listen we, we had to be creative. A while back, remember a while back when you asked us what, what was the strangest thing we did? And I told you about my CD making experience in high school. Yes. What I, what I had failed to leave out of that experience was that I had made six of those CDs. So I was, I, when I got the one back, I was kind of mortified, but I had made six of them because I was just trying to put lines out there. She was going to catch one. So you yeah. you had a different kind of game. Like you were slanging something different for real. So Rich, I, I don't know if you heard this show, but we asked everybody, what's the, cra- what's the craziest thing they did for a young lady back when they were dating. So I um I can give y'all another story and then Rich you can give a story. I um I drove this young lady and like you know I'm from New Haven and um there's a mall um I, I don't know what it's called but I know it's in Farmington, Connecticut. I drove this lady all the way to the Farmington Mall, bought her a whole outfit, took her out to dinner. And then um, I think I'm going to say too much if I reveal the rest of it. Oh, well, she got pregnant by somebody else like a couple months later. And mm. Um, mm. yeah, we broke mm. up. And, but she was pregnant and couldn't fit that outfit I bought her anyway, so I don't care. All right, so Rich. <laughs> well, well, first of all, y'all boys, I, I, I will admit I have done something absolutely stupid that I regret. Okay. I was dating... <laughs> A dude from the Bronx. I hope it was a dude. George and Rich. George, <laughs> shut up. George and Rich. No, no name, no, no name, about. no face. Okay. Name I'm them. Not naming, no. Name them. From the Bronx. Bronx. First of all, hmm. what, I, neighborhood? what neighborhood? I used, to, <laughs> I used to work for the state of Connecticut. I was making $800 a week. At the time, I did not have a car. So I had an apartment. And this dude that I was dating, dude. I don't know why I was dating him, but I bought him a 55-inch flat screen TV. I bought him a MacBook. I was paying his car note. What I bought this? him diamond earrings. <laughs> James, <laughs> I, this was, I try to think. It was, oh my gosh, like, I think 2014. Oh, shoot. Go ahead. <laughs> but, <laughs> what? <laughs> I I mean I this nigga always had food, always had gas in his car, and I'm like, oh I'm doing this, and then in a relationship, you cheating on me to the point where I almost fought the girl you cheating on me with in the club. But that's a different story. Ooh. But yeah. And now I'm gonna talk to this story time. at one point everybody in Connecticut was looking for him. But we're not gonna talk about that. But yeah, I did. That was my foolish mistake that I will never do again. Okay, so Rich, there's the template. There's the template. I'm, I'm so Do you have a. <laughs> we've laid the template down for you. Do you have a story that you want to share with us? Did I do something stupid? Yeah, like the dumbest thing you've done. I, I don't know if it was dumb, but I know it was. Uh, a dumb date that turned into okay. like something I was I was not too happy with. Um, I think it was the first time I tried to date somebody online, like MySpace. I'm talking MySpace. Oof. 
Right. And um, I think we went to Jimmy's. You know, with that instant messenger, we was instant messenger. And then I was like, yeah. Now, this is also the first time I talked to somebody, a female from New Haven. So that was that was a new adventure for me. <laughs> and, um, I don't think I ever wanted to leave somebody where they were so fast and not care <laughs> in my life. Like, I mean, whoever is cracking up is like going in. I'm sorry. <laughs> All like, the people from New Haven ain't like that. <laughs> You're from here. I'm sorry. Right, I'm from here. Okay. I'm here. I'm just saying. You be, you be quiet. Yes, <laughs> I'm sorry. So, so for Hamden. those that are not from Connecticut, <laughs> all right. So, Veronica, Hamden, West Haven are all suburbs of the bigger city, New Haven, Connecticut. Well, yeah, well, yeah, where Yale University is. Okay. Now, the reason I'm laughing so hard, Jimmy's restaurant that Rich is referring to is on the beach in the middle of nowhere. So the fact that he wanted to leave her there, James. I know she couldn't get back. There's nothing there but across the street, there's some condominiums, and there's a high school up the road. Like, to find, find like, a central area where you can hire a cab and all that other stuff was not going to happen. And I was all right with it. It's nothing but miles of beach. Miles of beach. (laughs) They refer to it as the Long Island Sound. So, I mean, the fact that he wanted to just get up and leave her there, and mind you, it's it's close to the highway, but not that close. So, oh my goodness. Like, this is what I used to be really good at Red Flags. So, mm-hmm. and this is why I started. I was them, never like, oh. good at Red Flags, yo. Like, I had a moment where I was great, and then I, like, turned that switch off, and it was just I was missing them all for a moment. And I'll be honest about that. But this time, I was like, after tonight, never again. And this is when I started to realize. I'm like, oh, you put your best pictures on this page. Mm. So when she showed up and came downstairs and I was like, like, all right, I already can't trust you. You have a house of dairy on, dress on. I'm like, I don't know nobody to do it. <laughs> what? <laughs> I said, this is oh. different. This this is different. And when you finally listen to somebody speak and you like, oh heck nah, like, yo, you 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 slower than two turtles in a race. This is not gonna work. <laughs> <laughs> but, but until oh, I got like the- six dumb jokes right there. I'm sorry. <laughs> but it's like, like was- w- w- like when you asked her to spell the word of, did she get thrown off because she can find a V anyway? Uh, in for real, for real, like that, that kind of um, yes. Oh my god, <laughs> this is this- <laughs> like. Like driving in the car, and I'll never forget it because this is when I had my tour. So I'm driving, we driving over there, right? And she just didn't sit in the seat like a regular person. She slept, like turned sideways and stared at me all the way there. You just oh, sit no. stupid. I said, no. Oh. I no, like, no, no, no. Oh. Oh. You got a dumb posture. Very dumb posture. And 
was just like, so what we, so, so where we going, what we doing? And I was like, yo, you just can't be in suspense until we get there. All right. We get there and when she realized where she was and it's like, all right, first date, last date in my head. She ordered something really expensive and that's when I was ready to leave. She ordered the mm. scallops. I bet she ordered the scallops. The nah, Jimmy scallops ordered, is banging. Nah, I just know it was that really expensive page toward the back and I was like, wait a minute. I don't mm. even know <laughs> like, Surf and turf. <laughs> this is for relationships. Surf for real, turf. like, 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 hey, 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 like, look, we can have a cool night, but like, you went, you went too far already, and nah, Rich, and you messed like, that one up. You, you, Jimmy's is not a first date. Nah, nope. because like, no, because like, <laughs> I know the first half of the menu is a, it's a straight place, but when you start going, I'm like, all right, you, you went too far, and then like, I ain't saying you got to be like a rocket science, but at least be smart enough to hold a conversation. And um, it was just bad. But what made it worse was after that, like I didn't DM her right away. Not DM her, but like I am her right away. So I'm at work and all I just hear my I am going off. My coworker looked like, what happened? It's like this girl just does not get that. Like I'm not talking to her no more. And I mean like she um, kept I am me. Where you at? What, and they start cursing me out. Mm. Dang. So so then when I blocked that one, she pulls up in her friends I am and starts oh. I am me again. And I was oh, like, You had a crazy, crazy. Yeah, I was just glad she didn't have a car so she could pop up. So at least that was that was cool. But Dang. I think that was about the only time I was like, All right, I'm not talking to nobody from New Haven at all ever again, if this is what it's gonna be. And I love, and I got love for people in New Haven, but I'm just not gonna do that. Oof. Yeah. Ladies, ladies and gentlemen from New Haven, please, this is not representative of all of y'all. Yeah, Trust this isn't me. a this isn't a blatant statement of everybody because I do believe there's you know remnants everywhere. Although this, we know that there are some crazies. Yeah. We I think that was. That was and y'all know, and y'all know that there's crazies too. Don't listen to this and judge us. Shoot, <laughs> I had to go. I had to go all the way to Jamaica to find my wife. So don't be tripped. Everybody, I love where I'm from. Don't everybody relax. <laughs> I love, I love Bridgeport too. But my wife had to be all the way from Texas. Like, come on. <laughs> there you go. Listen, people. <clears throat> it's. I think that's a good. Waiting and closing out. <laughs> yeah, we've done no, a lot. Love, love can find you anywhere, but the rules of engagement of talk. Listen, I will say this, ladies. I will give you one bit of advice, and fellas, tell me if I'm wrong. When a guy wants you, there is absolutely, positively, no doubt in his mind about it, and that will be in your mind as well. You won't doubt it at all. You won't have to wonder. One day we got to have a conversation about uh, friend zones and running them them back from the friend zone because that's that's another conversation for another time. Getting out the friend zone. This was supposed to be the relationship show and then we we ended up preaching the first half of it. But we hope you enjoyed it, people. (laughs) So we're probably going to, unless something... Unless um Odell Beckham explains himself or 
Travis Scott gets a new um I don't want to hear an explanation from him and his chocolate mouth. Nasty. Just nasty. Just because you play for the Browns, I mean you play in the Browns. I mean I like to thank James. <laughs> Rich for his first time. Give it up for Rich for his doing a great job with his first time on yeah. the show. Thank you for having me. Veronica, yes, absolutely. Just Veronica keep. Moses and most importantly, Corey Reed. Again, ladies and gentlemen, do not forget to celebrate the 100th episode of the Ooh. Whatever Face podcast. <laughs> 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 Going down. I, I, appreciate I don't know when you're gonna listen to this, but it's going down on the what's the date? What's the official date? The ninth. Tomorrow Wednesday the ninth. The ninth. September ninth. And tell them the information on that again. How they gonna get get at you there? If you follow me on Facebook, Corey, aka Hollywood Reed. Don't ask. I made it in college and never changed it. It will be posted there, but it will be a Zoom invite that I'm sending out. But I'm also posting. Zoom live on Facebook, and I'll just give you guys a heads up because this is George's podcast. It's going to come out before the episode. It's going to be a, a live versus of two artists that you guys are going to be interested in hearing from. So I'll, I'll put that little tidbit out there, and yeah, that's that. Okay, uh, Veronica, anything you got going on? Because we didn't do announcements today, so and I, I can't forget you because if I do, <laughs> oh, that much. Just, you know, same. Shop at mymomentstore.com. Shop at B. Cohen. Get your lip glosses for your daughters, nieces. That's pretty much it with me. Rich, anything going on? Uh, Nope. Just trying to eat healthy so I can live longer and fight off these diseases that <laughs> the world seems to be unleashing on everybody. Oh, but, um, no, my wife is doing some incredible things. So, um, hey, Tim. Hey, Tim. <laughs> Tell her I, I said hi and I love her. Hold on, let me see. Yeah, I'll tell you. <laughs> All right, why well, she's going to try to get Tiff James? No, no. Oh, All right. Okay. Um, thanks for the Tiff update. That's great. Um, <laughs> once again, my single "All Good" is out wherever music is available. Uh, just search that. My name, please do. My name is James White. If you just search James White, "All Good." You can buy that thing. It's a dollar, man. Good God, you got a dollar. You know, you you got 99 cents. Okay, so <laughs> go to iTunes and buy it. Leave a review. Also, we got a music video. It's there on YouTube. Uh, I had on my good leather. I sucked my stomach in the entire time and almost passed out. My eyebrows touched. That's another story. Um, so let's go support the music video. I can't. I can't. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, God. There actually may be another video in the works. Oh, well. let's go! Yeah, double so, video anthology. I'm gonna do a double video because the song is too important just to have one image on it. So uh, we may be putting putting some other things in the works there. So get the yeah. visualizations going on. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. And then man. somewhere, somewhere, me and Ronnie are gonna work together. I don't know for what we're gonna do a an all good mommy version or something. I don't know. Um, just like kind of encourage mothers who are tired of their children. Um, <laughs> oh my! <laughs> 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 
It's gonna be listen, all good. Listen, if your child, if, if your child ain't good. never got on your nerves, you ain't doing it right. That means you are neglecting oh, oh. them. Uh, I got <laughs> eleven year old and she's in that preteen stage. I'm like, oh, and I got my two year old niece, which is the car seat that you saw from my niece. Uh-huh. Okay, my baby's eleven. We like to bring you the smooth tunes of Spitterize. <laughs> Not Spitterize. Beat them kids. <laughs> Listen, this is beat them kids. This is crazy. It's, it's a whole different thing now. Nah, these kids are crazy. My my son, y'all, I got to tell you this and we close the show. So right. my son plays basketball and he's not aware that deodorant is necessary every day. <gasps> so, oh, so that's a different smell, bro. So, that's a different so he came through the house and my wife was like, son, I can't believe you smell awful. He says, oh, you can smell that too? <laughs> what? Oh. Listen, oh I, don't know, I don't know why that's the first thing that happens to them when they get to that age because mine do the same thing too and I just don't think they get it. And like that's when they want to hug and play wrestling and all that. So I'm like, Trey, boy, Listen. you, as Jamaican say, you smell high. <laughs> not, not high like smoking high. Like, whoo. Strong goodness, mm-hmm. and the aroma fill the temple. We have to soak Let- him in aloe leaves because this boy is it's <laughs> a different thing, boy. Oh my god, it's so different, yo. <laughs> what is this rancid smell? <laughs> <laughs> Ladies it's so and gentlemen, strong. it's really stinks. <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning in to the Hello Beautiful podcast. We appreciate you so much for listening, and we will be back next week. As always, stay beautiful. Peace. Peace.